right, what's going to happen in the West NBA playoffs with the Lakers knocked out? Who's going to emerge in the West? While in the East, everyone's jumping on the Nets train. Can no one stop the new dream team of the NBA? We got the inside stories for you today. Welcome to the June 9th edition of the Father, Son, and Holy Sport podcast. I'm G-Man from Ohio. That's my man T-Money from San Francisco. What's up, T? What's going on, G-Man? What a great week out here. Beautiful skies. Uh, you know, I know it's getting hotter there, but it's it's been like this <laughs> all year. Uh, it's yeah. it's heating up, though. It's heating up, though, because yeah. the NBA playoffs have been great, and there's a lot of big NFL moves in, that are going on, a lot of gossip. Oh, great week. Yeah, we got a lot happening out there on the West I Coast. Know. You're right. All the sports, there's stuff happening out West. I'm glad you're out there, man. You're on top of that time zone change. Yeah, yeah, I got the West Coast. Hey, I hope you like my background. We're going to get to that. We have a jam-packed 30-minute show for you all tonight. We got Ross v. Ross. We're going to battle on the topic of Tua or Jalen. Which one do you want as your quarterback? We have the T-Ross Chug and Chant for you. T-Money woke up Clipper Nation. But guess what? The 49ers didn't listen to him about Julio. Who's going to get the chant this week? Also, we're going to give you some big picks that can help you win some cash. And one of our fun segments is to try to stump T-Money. We did not do it last week in the Woundwise Trivia of the Week, but hopefully we will this week. We made the question harder, T. We're not going to let you off as easy this time. Here's our question. Who's the right. top points per game scorer in the history of the NBA playoffs? And what is this points per game average? Okay, spicy take uh, there. Now, okay. you just have to be close. You don't have to guess it right on the button, but I expect you to be in the ballpark. Okay. I'm assuming you know the player because you know this kind of stuff, but do you know the average? All right. All right. Hey, y'all, if you like what you're seeing, <laughs> go like and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, all the yes. platforms. We're out there at Father Son. And holy sport and team money. We already putting stuff out there this week. We had a special guest on the father son yes. coast to coast hotline last night, Tim Cuck. And we sent that out already. That one's out there for people to check out a 15 minute interview with Tim T money. What that was a fun interview, wasn't it? Oh, it was so much fun. Tim really knows his stuff. Tim and I go back a long time big NBA fans. We focused all of our NBA talk for this week on Tim's episode. So if you want to hear us talk a ton of NBA, go listen to Tim's interview on Spotify and YouTube. A guy knows his stuff. It was a fun time. He and I agreed on a lot. So it makes him a pretty smart guy. You know? Yes, you did. Yeah. yeah I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> well, that's why you're best friends, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, UC graduates, he gets the engineering yep. degree. T money goes international in marketing. And man, they're going to meet at the top somewhere, I'm sure. Oh, but... somewhere, somewhere. But hey, hey we... that was a good time. We'll we'll jump into the Ross rundown, though, as we get into things here. You know, I got to ask you, G-Man, there's been a lot of fluctuation going on up in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers showing hmm. up. Is he going to show up? He's not showing up now. Is Aaron Rodgers going to be the starting quarterback here for the Packers in 2021? Hey, man, I've been telling you for a long time that he was not going to show up. I'm not even surprised, man. I got my slippers on. I'm I'm sitting back, you know, with my feet up. You know, I knew this was going to happen. But, yeah, no, hey, this is uh, 
the odds are, when you look at the Vegas odds, is that he's still going to play for the Packers, which is amazing. But what's really interesting is this transition. Jordan Love, you watching him on tel- on what he's saying on television and the news. Yeah. He's saying, oh, I'm just as surprised as you guys. Where's he at? I don't <laughs> think these guys have any love between the two. Yeah, I mean, like Aaron Rodgers has said, he doesn't hate Jordan Love. He has no animosity towards Jordan Love. But, I mean, and this happens. Quarterbacks don't show up for this, so it's not that big of a deal. But tensions are high, man. Uh, Jordan Love supposedly hasn't been doing that great in practice either. So I agree with you. I think Rodgers is going to be the starter in 2021, but not in 2022. Hey, I'm not saying he's going to be the starter in 2021. Okay, what are you saying then? I'm saying he, I told you before, I think he, he's going to try to pull this sit out thing. You know what? I looked up some of the stats. If he holds out or retires for all of 2021, here's what he loses 15 million in salary, 7 million in roster bonus, 11 million with a signing bonus. He loses all that. If he either holds out or retires for all of 2021, they offered to make him the highest paid quarterback in football is what we heard on the street. Uh, so what is this, man? What they're gonna well, offer him all this well, money, Gary? He's make gonna it. What's hit. he gonna do then? Make a prediction. What's I, he I, doing? For, what? Why is he not signing? Is what I'm wondering. Why is he not signing? Well, because he doesn't like management and he doesn't like the style they've been dictating it with. He sees teams like Kansas City and Tampa Bay and now Tennessee going and getting big free agents, re-signing people that they like and their quarterbacks like, letting them in on giving input on different players and draft processes. And he's sitting over here, not just because he's up in Wisconsin cold as hell, but he's in an icebox because they're putting him in a freezer and shoving him there until it's time to play football again. You know what? I see the side of management here. I mean, the guy's pushing it a little too far here. If Jordan Love does anything, he's going to be the starter. He's going to take over the team. And okay, once so that, that door closes. I, I'm, I'm nailing you down to something here, Gary. Well, Jordan You're Love circling is a, it like a shark. Is I am Aaron Rodgers playing football <laughs> for the Green Bay Packers in 2021? Uh, hey man, I, I don't I don't think he's headed in that direction. I think he's sitting to sit on the couch and watch Jordan Love take his job. All right, so which would be totally ridiculous. Aaron Rodgers sits out, so that's a no from Gary for the audience. At We're least for the uh, at least for the first part of the season, he's going to okay. lose that job to Jordan Love, and Jordan Love is a standout college player. This guy's been waiting for this opportunity. He they don't like each other. Let's just get straight up. All these right. guys don't, and these guys don't like each other. Jordan Love's <laughs> going to try to take that job, man. I don't know. I I think Jordan Love looked bad in practice. I trust the reports, but I think Aaron Rodgers plays. But you got to remember, thirty million dollars to someone that has three hundred million dollars is that really a big incentive? But we'll see. G Man thinks he sits. I think he plays. Let's go to another interesting topic that came up today. Uh, Kareem Jackson, not a big household name here, but he's a safety for the Denver Broncos. Ex-teammate of Deshaun Watson's was on a podcast yesterday and, and said he was talking directly with Deshaun Watson after he signed with Denver and said, I want to come to Denver. Tell everyone there. Tell them I want to be in Denver. So, gee, I know Deshaun's got a lot going on off the field, but how would he fit in Denver? Uh, I think, you know, talent-wise, he's going to fit in Denver. That's not the problem. His problem is off the field. 
all of the off-the-field issues that you would want to bring into your locker room and to your team? Do you really want to get involved in that? Yeah, he'd be a great add to their, their physically to their team and be a great leader. But off the field, I'd be worried. Houston's not the place to be. They're, they're projected now for the worst record. The most yeah. likely team to have the uh, worst record this year. So they're not the place to be. They lost J.J. Watt. They've lost a lot of good people. He wants out of there. That's not the place to be. Denver's a good spot for him, but I just think that he's a risky play. But there's gonna, there's people who will take the risk. I know. There's a lot of crazy, crazy stories of guys getting second chances that have done some pretty bad stuff before. Now, he's got, what, 22 accounts of sexual in a, sexually inappropriate conduct towards women. Uh, and I, I agree with you. It would be a great fit for him on the field. But off the field... I don't think he goes to the Broncos and I actually don't think he plays at all this year. You want to talk about someone that's sitting at home, Gary, let's talk about Deshaun Watson. Cause yeah, well, I, I think don't think that, he plays. That's the risk. If I'm Denver general manager is I'm going to take this guy and he might not be able to play till next year because the NFL will have to put him on the exempt list. Yep. I think, I think he either goes on the exempt list because I think right now they're going into plea bargains and he's trying to buy all these women out and just give them a mill each probably just to not, go to court because sounds like if they do he might be in trouble but interesting conversation there Deshaun Watson wants to go to Denver uh, but like you said I just don't think a team would trade for him right now funny it's come full circle from Texans not wanting to trade him to now they can't find anyone that wants him I mean it's you, you could have had this guy out the building and now because you wanted to be stubborn you don't have a quarterback or a team this year yeah. pretty wild so, but another yeah. team in their division did make a big move and that's the Titans. What a move they made, man. Went and got Julio Jones. Uh, they traded a second and a fifth, which is, seems like a steal to me. There's a lot of other teams. I think he could have done better with, um, you know, what do you think right now? Does this move make Tennessee a contender for the Super Bowl? Well, Tennessee was a contender. They had a great season. That Indianapolis and them were battling the whole way. They just need to get over that hump, man. They're trying to take Indianapolis and get rid of them and, and take that division. They're in a great position. They just added a great guy. This guy's a leader, one of the best of all time, one of those Alabama stock receivers, man. And Julio is going to resurge. He's going to be great. And why is he going to be great? Because Tannehill, I'll tell you some stats on Tannehill. He ranks seventh in the red zone completions and ninth in red zone pass attempts last season. Completed 63% of his passes inside the 20. You know who he's going to be throwing to? Fantasy players, listen to me. He's going to be throwing to Julio, baby, inside the end zone. You better pick him up. Yeah, I mean, I am actually going to go the opposite way here. I think this was a, it's, it's a fine move. I don't think it moves the needle for me. Let me just say contender here. I, when I think contender, I'm like, you're one of the top two, three teams in your conference to get to the Super Bowl. I think right now they might be the fourth or fifth best team in the conference. Let's just run. The Chiefs are better. The Ravens beat them in the playoffs last year and are better. The Bills are better. And the, I think the Browns are better as an overall team. Now you can make the argument they're the fifth worst team in their conference, right? Or fifth best team. <laughs> their coach, 
I, I, let's think of all the coaches. They're they're probably the fourth or fifth best coach. Their quarterback, you take all the other quarterbacks other than maybe Baker over Tannehill. So you have the fourth or bi- fifth best quarterback coach in overall team in your division. And I think the problem is here, they went and got a great offensive piece, and that's great for them. But their defense is what let them down. They were really bad defensively. They couldn't stop anyone. And that's why I do not think they're actually contenders. You're right. Their defense did let them down, but this does build up their offense. They got rid of Corey Davis. They needed to plug that hole, and they plugged it, man. They plugged it with somebody really good. Yeah. So the, uh, uh, that's a step up for their offense. You're right. That defense is an issue, but they were 11 and five. They, you know, tied with Indianapolis for the division. They crushed everybody else in their division. They're going to be a contender for that division, and that puts them in the playoff picture. I still think they can some can cause some havoc there having Julio on their team. I agree with that. I don't, I'm not saying they're a bad team. I agree with you. They're going to win 11, 12 games. They're probably going to win the division. They might win a playoff game, but contender to me is Super Bowl contender, not a playoff team. So I, I, I'm a, I'm a, hey, I'm a milk uh, half. I'd be know, happy if, if I was guy. a Titan fan, all you Tennessee people, I love you, Nashville, man. I'm a country fan. Come on, y'all. <laughs> hey, uh, if you guys make it, Nashville, you guys make it, Titans to the conference championship. You get to that conference championship in the AFC, that's going to be a great year, man. I agree. That would be huge. Hey, what else we got, man? Let's go on to the next topic, which is the chug and chant. How about that? Great. We want to bring you one of the most popular segments. You all know it. The T-Ross chug and chant. Y'all love it. T-Money's going to run off to the rooftop here for a little bit. We'll see you in a bit, T. And this segment is brought to you by Help me start up. Do you have a startup or new company idea? Why not get help from the experts at Help Me Startup? Try the easy-to-use startup tools and advice to help you get moving and on your way toward investment and success. Learn more at helpmestartup.co. Okay, let's go to T-Money. High up on the San Francisco rooftops. It's time for the T-Ross Chug and Chant. Hey, thanks, G. I'm up here on the San Francisco rooftop, ready to give you the T-Ross chug and chant this week. Once again, I'm out of Bud Light, so I got to go with my precious white claw here. Hold the computer so you don't fall over because it's a little windy today, but damn, is it beautiful. Let me chug this thing, and then I'm going to give you a little chug and chant on one of the local Cali teams here. Damn, that's cold. One last sip. All right. You know what? I'm coming for you, Lakers. You left in round one. Braun, you better get on the phone with your boys. I know you love Anthony Davis. He is a clutch sports client, which you are too, but you need to trade him. You got to trade him. He can't be sitting in street clothes every time you need a big game from him. And you know who plays in big games? Dame Dollar. Dame Lillard. Lakers, you got to go get him. LeBron, go get him. Trade Anthony Davis for Damian Lillard straight up. Great for both teams. Portland, hey, you get a big man to pair with C.J. McCollum. And then Lakers, you got a point guard. And LeBron James, you can re-sign Andre Drummond. Whoo, that would be a nasty team with Dame at point. My God, that would be good. Lakers, make the move. Braun, leave your boy. I'm sorry. Dame's the new dude in town. Oh, man, that would be sweet. 
You got to do it. G-Man, tell me that wouldn't be an awesome move for the Lakers. Hey, what's up, T? Great, Chug, man. I see you're going to the White Claws back there, man. You're, you moved away from the beer. You're going for your summer White Claw, Chugs. That's cool. You know, I like that. T Money up there going on Dame and the Lakers. And, you know, you had to say, what would you give up for Dame? If you were the Lakers, yeah, he'd be a great guy to add to the team. There's Steve Money coming back. Great chug. And, yeah, I, I agree with you, man. They should try to get someone like Dame. But the bigger thing is I think they got to let go of LeBron or Davis. It's got to be one of them has to go. They cannot keep both guys. They have too much. They're paying them too much. You can see right now what happened with all those other guys this year. They're all kind of okay. And then you got these two superstars. And they just can't bring in that third guy. They tried to get, um, what's his name from the Clippers? Kawhi. Kawhi. They tried to get Kawhi. That would have been the third guy, man. But they didn't do it. And so now they got to give up LeBron or Davis. So I agree with you. That's a valid question. Davis for Dame. Yeah, I think it's a good move. Well, let's start with, they're never going to give up LeBron. So let, let's just start with that. They That would be suicidal, okay? The the world would flip on its axis here, but all right. That's not hey, it. wait a minute. I wouldn't throw that out. It's just, LeBron is going to dictate when and where he goes and why. And how and how. He's the damn GM, okay? I don't know what you're thinking here. That's how it goes. So it's just not happening. But no, I, I think- Maybe LeBron would, would decide to go somewhere else. Maybe. And that's when they would trade him, but I'm, I, they're going to trade Anthony Davis. They're going to trade anyone. And here's the thing. I think Anthony Davis fits better with LeBron James and he's younger than Dame Lillard, but he can't stay healthy. If he stayed healthy, the same amount Dame stayed healthy for the rest of their careers. Give me Anthony Davis, but right now he can't stay healthy. Hey, you're a great basketball player, but if you can't play with that ACL, you can't play basketball. <laughs> You know, exactly. You got <laughs> to be able to stay healthy. Can't stay healthy. Uh, but I, I, I do think they have to break up LeBron and Davis. So I think that's going to be the only solution because the third guy is Kuzma. And you're not going to trade Kuzma for Dame. So sorry. They have nothing to offer. They don't have a first round pick until 2026. So even if they wanted Dame, they don't have a first round picks. They don't, Kuzma's not going to do it. It's got to be Anthony Davis. I agree. That goes if you want to get somebody like Dame. We'll see. But hey, let's move on to Ross v. Ross. This is a oh, great yeah. question here. Jalen or Tua, two awesome Alabama quarterbacks that are uh, going into the lore of Alabama quarterbacking. They both yeah. are top quarterbacks there. And of course, Jalen went on to Oklahoma. Both mm -hmm. of them decorated careers. But Team Money, if you had to pick one for your NFL team, Jalen or Tua, which one you want? Hey, give me Jalen Hurts, man. Like, I, I just think this guy has a different level to him than Tua. Not counting the last game, which they benched him for because they were trying to tank him. The guy averaged 282 throwing in the air, two touchdowns per game, plus 80 yards on the ground running a game. 360 yards of total offense a game this guy was giving you in two touchdowns. Tua just doesn't look right to me. And he was pulled from games when he was 
winning be or needed to come back and do a game-winning drive when it was clutch. I just mm. I, I just see these videos of Jalen like working and grinding even after games and just they say he's just a workaholic. I love his mentality, just the underdog facet of him. And I just don't know if I saw like that it factor from Tua where Jalen he can run on you. He's like a He's like a Josh Allen-esque type guy where he can run on you. He's not the best thrower, but he's going to get better. Two is a pocket guy, and that's it. And he's very injury prone. So I'll take Jalen. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. I can't disagree with you, but I got to make this a Ross v. Ross. I'm going to jump on the other side just to make this interesting. But, you know, both these guys are about the same size. Jalen's a little bit bigger. Not much. Uh, When you look at the uh, where they were drafted – you know, two was drafted number seven, yeah. coming off an injury. Jalen was drafted 53rd. Now you tell me all of those scouts, all of those scouts spent all that time with those two guys. You're telling me that two was not better than Jalen? He is a better overall passer, for sure. I rel- okay. I, I like Jalen so agree with me to then. Dak Prescott. Dak so Prescott, you- that's who I see Jalen as. So you agree with me that two is a better choice for your team than Jalen? No, I think he's a, <laughs> I think he's a better passer. <laughs> I like that. I think hey, he can throw a better football. Hey, first of all, I want to say I love both of these guys. They're both awesome leaders. And you know, I, I love them both. We're trying to pick one. You know, Tua's got some great assets, man. I look at Miami and what he can do with Miami versus what Jalen can do in Philly. I just think Tua can do more. They can contend. Well, what if was they're six. equal? Who do you want if they're equal? No, assets? no, I'm, I'm looking at the situation, man. I'm looking at Tua was six two as a starter. He was six and two as a starter. They just added Will Fuller and Jalen Waddle. Man, that's going to really get interesting with those two guys. He needs better health, I agree, and he's not going to be running around like Jalen. But could he hit Fuller and Waddle down the field and get get some big plays? Yeah, I mean, I like him a lot. Hey, Tua's got a beard this year, so he's coming to play. You know, he's he's, he's leveled <laughs> up. You know, he knew he had to get a different look to him, a little edge. So he, he grew a beard. You know, it's just as patchy as mine. And you know, we're gonna he's gonna try to do this thing. But I just think Jalen is better all overall football player. And like, I know Tua's a better passer of the football. I just don't know if he can. He's not making the right reads. He looks slow out there. He's not he, he, he's not putting the ball where it's supposed to be sometimes. And he first read a lot of time. Doesn't like to throw it deep. I don't know. I think Jalen's a risk taker, a badass. Uh, you know, I like both guys. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. If I'm starting a team, I'll take Jalen. I, I like the situation too. Isn't better. I think it's going to be a little tougher for. I uh, like. Uh, I think Jalen's going to have a little bit tougher time getting it together out there in I Philly. Agree with that. Uh, where Miami is just kind of running, man. You you already going, yeah, uh, down the field. And uh, I like what the uh, offensive line was saying about Jalen this week. That his confidence really stands out. He's the leader. He's the first one in the building. He's the last one to leave. His attention to detail, his energy. Yeah, those guys love him out there in Philly, man. Yeah, he's a grinder, man. And he's hey, a they, grinder. But it, they, you know, they gave him Devonte Smith, which is great, and he's thrown to him before. But like you said, it's a challenging situation. You know, he's only started a few games and they have a brand new coaching staff. So it's going to be uphill battle for him. But I just like his potential a lot. And hey, Philly, Philly last year was four and 11 in that NFC East. I mean, not that they couldn't win it. They could. 
but they were last in the NFC East, four and eleven. They got a big hole. Miami yeah. was ten and six last year. They came in second behind Buffalo. They beat the Patriots. That's going to be a tough division this year. Yeah, it'll be fun to see what what happens with both divisions, but it'll be interesting. I I, I think Jalen's the guy, but we'll yeah, see. Yeah, it's, it's we're going to be talking about Jalen versus Tua for a long time. I know. Uh, they're both both. You can't count either one of them out. They're just so amazing. Hey, let's go to our picks of the week. Last week, I told you speed at the memorial. I went out there to root him on. I brought my 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 friends, my family out for speed and he didn't come through for me. He finished 18th, which isn't bad. He won $110,000. Is that a lot of money? I mean, it is to me, but not not for Jody. Uh, so, you know, speed continues with his performance. That's okay. He's not won a major since 2017 and U.S. Opens next week. Will G-Man step up and pick him again? I mean, come on, Jordy. I'm stepping out here for you, man. Hey, let, let's let's go to our picks this week, man. <laughs> Do you feel better? Do you feel better? You get that out of your system there, Gary? I want him to hear what I'm saying because I'm laying myself out there for him. This is the G-Ross chugging chant over here. In front of my family. It's in front of my family and friends. I'm laying out there for him. He feels better. Okay, here we go. All right, who you got? Who you picking this week, man? Who you you like? All right, all right. I'm going to go with an overall NBA series here. I like the Jazz to beat the Clippers. You know, everyone's, it's minus 210. I'll take that. I know everyone's looking at it like the Clippers. I'm writing this down. Okay. The Clippers had a long couple days with all the games they played in the travel and i really think the jazz are going to win this and maybe five but i'll go six I, I know it was close last night but utah didn't have their other all-star point guard mike conley he's an all-star and he's their point guard oh yeah he Mitchell goes for 45 conley averaged 16 and six this offseason he's your, he is their legitimate third best player and he wasn't there so they they did that without one of their top players, one of their starters to the Clippers. I think Conley gets back in that rotation and they take over. Conley would be a big ad there. You're right. Uh, Jazz uh, are favored, right? To beat the Clippers. Yes. You said minus 210 and you're picking the favorite there to win, but uh, you're going against Kawhi. You never know what can happen, but he's yeah, got the favorite crumbles. there. I like your pick, but uh, man, Kawhi scares the heck out of me. Uh, hey, man, I'm going to go to the NBA also. I'm going to go to the Thursday night game. We're going the Bucks. All right. To win game three on the money line. Gary is still on the Bucks. All right. To, hey, man, I, they have to make adjustments. Okay? They're oh going to be back God. home. The players have to be better. They have to score. They're not going to stop the Nets. They got to score no. the ball. Here's some stats on the on the Bucks. Okay? They were first in the league in average points per game, 120 points per game. That was their first in the league this year. They also made 14 three-pointers per game this year. They're one of the best teams in the league in three-pointers. You know what they made in game one? Six. You know what they made in game two? Eight. That's not enough. I think they, they come back. In NBA playoff history, 430 teams have been down 0-2. You know 28 of those? Managed to win the series 28. That means it's doable. That's they, doable, but that's a small percentage. Do the math there, G man. Hey, I don't care about the percentage. Like I'm saying 28. They're one of the best teams in the regular season. I'm going with them. You just saw the 76ers All come right. back. You saw the 76ers come back and chop Atlanta. 
And you're going to see the Bucks do it to the Nets. Hey, you saw the Clippers. The, the Clippers just did it. Shock the world. Come on, Giannis. We'll see. Uh, the Bucks. I, I liked them just as much as you did, but man, have they looked bad. Oh, they got to make that three-pointer. They're missing the ball. They're not yeah. making the ball. They got to hey, knock it they, down. They, they're, they just lost by 40, so I don't know if a couple more threes is going to help them. Hey, man, well, how many threes does it take to catch them? I mean, uh, 30, that's 10 threes. They're going to make 18 points. threes. 10 more threes for 30 points. I mean, that wins the game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh I, I get your point, but I'm, I'm telling you, man, you bet the money line. All and right. This is going to be a victory for you. All hey, right. let's go to the Wound Wise Trivia of the Week. Got to get my sponsor sheet here. And WoundWise IQ's a patented mobile imaging and analytics software app that is used by leading physicians and nurses caring for people with chronic wounds. Just download the app from the App Store. You're ready to go. Learn more at WoundWiseIQ.com. Okay, T-Money, you did good last week. Let's see what you can do this week. All right. Who's the top points per game score in the history of the NBA playoffs? Tell me that first. I believe it's Michael Jordan. Well, you are correct. Yes. Wow. Are you like looking this up on your computer when I'm no. when I ask you the question? Because I mean, you're pretty amazing here. I All think right. LeBron is fourth, maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> Excuse me, LeBron is fifth. Okay, okay. dang it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but what can you tell me about the points per game average? I believe it is it 36. Uh, you're close. 33.45. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, let me round it out here. I believe is Kobe second. Uh, here's your top. Here's your give top. Me... Uh, I'll give you the top seven. Number seven is Anthony Davis. 27.3. Okay. Hasn't played that much playoffs, but yeah. No, number. That's right. Four playoffs. 39 games. 39 games. Uh, Donovan Mitchell's played 28 games. Yep. 28.1. <laughs> Yep, I LeBron knew that. LeBron James is number five, 266 playoff games. Okay. LeBron, the most playoff games, 28.69. Jerry West, oh, the LA Laker. The logo. 29.1. So he's got above 29. Kevin yep. Durant, this is current stats. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Durant, Durant, I knew that. 29.23. Now, now you know that uh, Kevin Durant in the playoffs this year, how much is he averaging? I believe it's 32. That's right. 32. So overall, he's 29.2. So he's he's edging up. And the guy in front of him, because Durant is third and second, it's Allen Iverson. He's only 29.7. So if Durant keeps it up, he'll pass Iverson into that second spot. But way out in front is Jordan yeah, at 33. Not even close. But pretty interesting. Yep. Hey, uh, so... I got a little quiz for you before we wrap up the show here. Trivia, about trivia. Michael Jordan. It's, trivia, you know, Michael Jordan. Yeah, trivia within a trivia. Ooh. I'm going to ask you which nickname you like the most of Michael Jordan. Because as I was researching this, uh, I, I found an article None about of Michael them. Jordan's nicknames. None of them. I want to know which one you like the best out of these seven. <laughs> Let me give you seven nicknames. All right, all right. You have to pick one. Fine. I'll pick the okay. worst one. Did you know? Did you know this? Michael uh, Michael Jordan's nickname when he was young was called Magic Jordan. Wow, he must hate that now. They used to call him Magic Jordan in high school, and his first car in high school had the license plate Magic Jordan. It was That's a 1976 hilarious. Grand Prix. 
Magic Jordan. So that's one. When he entered the NBA, uh, the color commentator for the Bulls called him Captain Marvel. Okay. <laughs> and then he earned the nickname eventually uh, Air Jordan and His Airness. Those two nicknames came because of his dunks and stuff. Yeah. And then as the second year of the NBA, he, review, he released his shoe. 1985, okay. he released the shoe with the Jumpman logo. You know, the Air Jordan 1, they called it back then. And then during his playing career, they used to call him Mike or MJ. Of course, Mike, you know, was the Be Like Mike Gatorade commercials got really popular in 1992. And his, and his last nickname, which I will not let you choose, you know, he's been called Money. But he can't use money when we got T money. We already got T money. So we're so not, that's... he can't use money. No, I can't use that. I've never heard him called money. All right. So... I'll give you, I'll give you my favorite. Which honestly. one you like? I mean, I mean, Air Jordan isn't really a name, I feel like. And Mike and MJ are lame as hell. So I'll go with his airness. I like his, his airness. airness. You yeah. like his airness. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Okay. Okay. I, li- yeah. I, I like your choice there. I like your yeah. choice. That's a good one. All right. Hey. That's Michael Jordan. They were talking about the guy with the highest points per game score in the history of the playoffs and team money guessed it. He got it, man. The guy got the trivia of the week. Hey, we hope you love the show. You know that we love you. You Thank you to the Woundwise AQ for sponsoring trivia of the week. And thank you to help me start up for sponsoring the T Ross Chuck and Chant and big shout out to our guest, Tim Cuck. Look for the video out on all the channels. It's a separate video. Tim Cook, lighten up the father-son coast-to-coast hotline on the NBA. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, just let us know. Next week, we'll get you ready for the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. We're going out to Cali and San Diego for the South Course on Torrey Pines for the U.S. Open. Hey, if you like the show, please press the like and subscribe at Father, Son, and Holy Sport Team Money. Have fun watching the NBA playoffs this weekend, man. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Going to be a great U.S. Open talk next week. Going to get the clubs ready. Uh, such a good week. I'm, I'm pumped, and I got the trivia right, so what a great finish here. Hey, it was a fun show, G. Hey, let's go, Bucks. Defend home court. All right. We'll catch you soon.